Hey everybody, I'm Jason Cardenosa. And I'm Ashley Duffner, and this is... Hey everybody, I'm Pastor Jason. I know a little bit about nothing as it relates to the Bible. Our podcast uh, is the first ever podcast, and we're really excited about it. We're going to have conversations in this podcast uh, about biblical topics that many question. Things like uh, Noah and the ark. Was it a real boat? Did the events really happen? Uh, we're going to try to get into some more difficult conversations, but we're not going to go too deep into them, right, Ashley? We're, we're not going to go too deep into things like abortion. What does the Bible say about abortion? Is it right? Is it wrong? Are there circumstances where it's right? Are there circumstances where it's wrong? We're going to talk a little bit about other other things like divorce and what does the Bible say about divorce? A lot of people, I know this because I relate, question things like all of these things like abortion and um, divorce and they go through things like this every single day. Um, so I think it's good to talk about where what we understand about these things and certain life, cir life circumstances. Listen, we're not experts. We're not professionals. Mm -hmm. uh, this is our first ever podcast, and so um, we're we're gonna have fun while we're doing it. We're gonna have we're gonna get serious at times, right? Yeah. We're gonna uh, we're we're gonna try not to talk uh, too deep or too theological in in a number of these topics. We're gonna try to keep it uh, what some would say uh, at the bottom shelf. Uh, you know, my mom always said, I keep the cookies on the top shelf, and that's where the kids can't get the cookies. Well, we're going to put the cookies on the bottom shelf. So as we're talking about these uh, these topics, as we're trying to wrestle with these topics, uh, we, would, we wouldn't do it in such a way that uh, you can't relate. So we'd like everybody to know that this podcast isn't just for people that believe in the Bible and believe in God. We like to welcome people that are non-believers, new believers, Yeah. Um, because it's really for just everybody to have a conversation and um, kind of see what, how to help people figure out things, maybe. I mean, people could take our advice. They don't have to. Yeah. What we say is not true. Well, it is true. Well, well, it's true, but... They don't have to believe it. They don't have to believe it. They have exactly. the choice to believe what they want to believe. Which leads us into our topic for tonight. Well, wait a minute. Before we even get to the topic of tonight, right? D don't we have to let the people know that we're on YouTube that we're on... No, they're watching us on YouTube. <laughs> that they can find us on Apple or i. I so you guys are watching us on YouTube right now. They're watching us on YouTube right now? Yeah, they're watching our video. Oh, we're recording it. Yes. Welcome to the show. Uh, and, and where else can they find us? So not only are we here on YouTube, but we are also on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. So if you guys want to only listen to our audio, you can check us out there. Or you can keep watching us here. That's pretty exciting. That's pretty neat. Uh, what was it called again? Apple podcast apple podcast and, and spotify spotify excellent i listen to spotify all the time do you i enjoy spotify good i listen to kenny rogers on spotify very nice all kinds of different <laughs> things and uh before we get into it how is your week going it's going good it's going. yeah it's it's all right you're battling <laughs> with life circumstances yeah right? i'm battling with life circumstances too 
um, a very close relative of mine um, had multiple seizures this past week, uh, and we thought that he was going to go back and be with the Lord. And so we're just two real people navigating the world together. Yeah, pretty and much. I think everybody's just trying to navigate life yeah. right? and the world. And so that's what this podcast is all about, to just have real conversations about real topics that that are going on in the world around us and, and uh, sharing with you some of our beliefs. Our beliefs are based um, on, uh, on that which is found in the Bible. Uh, and so we encourage you to have a Bible uh, out while we're having our conversations. If you need a Bible, send us an email. You, uh, our email is aliveagaine at gmail.com. If you don't have a Bible, we'd love to send you a Bible. Uh, because everything that we're going to talk about can be found in the Bible. We encourage you to search it out uh, and to seek, uh, to seek your understanding as we, as we try to give you a little bit of what we know. So what are we doing here tonight? What are we talking about today? Tonight, our podcast is going to be about willfully sinning. Willfully sinning. So for the average person out there that may not understand what that is, what, what do you mean by willfully sinning? willfully sinning i mean well it's not that hard of a concept to to try to understand by context clues but it means sinning did you just call me an idiot (laughs) no oh okay i thought you did (laughs) no i I didn't um go ahead it means to sin even though you know that you're sinning so willfully sinning means to sin even though you know that you're sinning. That you're sinning. So, like, mm-hmm. like my example was, for instance, I grew up in the church, and like I was taught things about the Bible and what's right and wrong and morals, like a lot of people, and I still made choices that weren't the right ones, even though I knew that they were wrong. So, like, I don't know. Yeah. What 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 are the consequences for knowing that you're committing a sin but still doing it anyway? Well, I think um, that it's probably a good place to start um, understanding why we sin, where sin comes from, um, before we get to the consequences. The Bible says that the consequences of sin is death, mm-hmm. and so I guess we got to the consequences before where sin comes from, but. Um, Listen, there's, there's a famous story in the Bible. It starts out in the book of Genesis, uh, and, and it's the first few chapters of Genesis that, that really introduce us to sin. Uh, and, and really, sin is simply doing something that God instructs us not to do. Okay. Doing something that God instructs us not to do. So first of all, you have to ask yourself, do you believe in God? Okay, that's a good place to start, I guess. Because if you don't believe in God, then the question becomes, do you really know if you're sinning or not? So you're saying that you know you're sinning. Well, that's actually kind of like part of it is that like people that don't believe in God are sinning, Mm -hmm. but they don't know that they're sinning. So are they really, they're still sinning. But is the consequence less because they don't know that they're sinning? 
Yeah. So the the biblical truth is that there's no sin greater than another, and all sins lead to death. And which we, which made me ooh. also think. Yeah. Like because I get this question a lot, and I don't know the answer to it because, you know, I just I just don't know. Yeah. <laughs> but. So, like, say someone murders somebody. Yep. Compared to the sins that somebody commits every single day. Yeah. Like what? Telling a lie. Yeah. Yes. How is, the, like, how, I don't know, how so how are they different than one another? How do, is one person more wrong than another person? Is well, I guess what I'm trying to say. I think the answer to that is they're not. They're not. There, there is no sin greater than another in God's eyes. Sin mm -hmm. is sin. Um, the Bible teaches us that God cannot be in the presence of sin. Okay. No, no, um, there's no way around that. So if you tell one lie, God can't be in your presence. If you kill somebody, God can't be in your presence. The whole... Uh, the whole premise of the Bible is God wants to be in fellowship with his creation, mm -hmm. where his creation, in, in the book of Genesis, it says that we are made in his image. Mm -hmm. And so God wants to be in fellowship with his creation, us. And earlier I mentioned we can go to the Bible and we should go to the Bible for our answers. Sin enters the world in the book of Genesis. There's the story everybody uh, may or everybody probably knows. I don't want to assume that everybody watching or listening knows, but there's the story of Adam and Eve. Mm -hmm. Adam is the first uh, person that is created by God in his image. Uh, and the story is fascinating when, when you read it. You re when you read it, you remember and you're reminded that God, the creator, actually walks on earth with, with Adam. Mm -hmm. Actually says that they walk in the garden together. So, you know, I'm, I'm big on hymns. I, I love all kinds of music. I love all kinds of worship music. And, but one of my favorite hymns uh, that I sang as a child and I sing today um, is In the Garden. And the 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 song says uh and he walks with me and he talks with me and he tells me that i am his own mm -hmm. that's the story that's the song of of um in the garden alan jackson does a does a wonderful version of it and it's just a beautiful reminder that there was a time where god walked with his creation adam and then god realizes that adam is lonely mm -hmm. and so adam uh, is put to sleep, and God, out of Adam's uh, rib, creates woman out of Adam's side. And, and it shows that women are supposed to be um, by man's side. They're not supposed to be under men's feet. Mm -hmm. They're not supposed to be ruled over. They're supposed to be partners together. And it's just a beautiful uh, example of the marriage bed. And so in the story... Adam and Eve go, or Adam goes to tend to the garden and tend to the animals, and Eve is left alone, and that is when she is first introduced to? The snake. And who do you believe the snake to be? The devil. The devil. Mm -hmm. And the devil uh, whispers into Eve's ear, and 
Eve goes and takes the fruit from the tree of knowledge and evil, and Eve eats of this fruit, mm-hmm. and Adam eats of the fruit. Yeah. And they become aware of sin. Sin now introduces introduces itself into them. Yeah, I feel like this is the answer to a lot of questions that people have. Yeah, why? Tell me more about that. Because that that literally sets the stage for like everybody's life. Yeah. Like from the for being born into the world that's full of sin because of Adam and Eve. Yeah, well, and and so a lot of the issues stem from that right yeah, there. Well, all all of sin. Yeah, all of yeah, all of the issues that all, people have stem from Adam and Eve. All of sin, and it, it's actually really, it's a sad love story in my opinion because when Adam and Eve eat of the the fruit from this tree, they immediately. The Bible says that they immediately saw a change. Before this, they walked around um, the garden unclothed. I was going to say, weren't they all like naked and stuff? Yeah. And they, yeah. they had no shame. They had no shame. There, shame had not entered the world. Yeah. There, there was, uh, you know, there was no bullying. There was no making fun of one another. There, there was no tearing down of each other. Um, there was simply Adam, Eve, the animals... And they lived in harmony. They mm-hmm. lived in perfect harmony. And when they ate of this apple, God said, your eyes are going to be open. And so you're not to eat of the, the, well, it wasn't an apple. We don't know what, what it was. It was fruit, the Bible says. And so they they went and uh, they, they recognized shame. Mm-hmm. And then here comes God. Remember, God walked with them. So God comes onto the scene and Adam and Eve hide. It's the first time in human history, that fear is now showing itself. So you have shame and you have fear. Mm-hmm. And it's really, again, it's a sad love story because you can picture it in your mind. You can picture it in the scene. God is walking around. Adam and Eve are hiding from him. And he's crying out to them, Adam, Eve, where are you? Where are you? And then he finds them and he says, why are you hiding? And then Eve says, "Because we're 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 naked. We're ashamed." And he said, "Well, who told you you're naked? Um. Who told you to be shamed?" I'm paraphrasing. If you really wanna, uh, if you really wanna read it for yourself, it's found in Genesis in the first few chapters. Uh, chapters two, three, four, five, six. It talks about creation. It talks about the whole story. Um, and, and I'm sure that you'll see it displayed on the bottom here where, where you can find these very verses. But that, so first the, the individual, back to willfully sinning, right? We want to stay on the topic of willfully sinning. You have to first recognize and understand that there is a creator who's created us, who loves us, and who wants to be in fellowship with us. Mm-hmm. But he's not a creator um, who... He's not a dictator. And so he gives us free will. Yeah. And so we all have the ability to choose right from wrong. We all have the ability to love or to hate. 
were born with this. Do you want to say something? Now, I'm going to remind you, Ashley, and I'm going to remind all of you out there. I'm a pastor, and so pastors talk a lot. And so you're going to have to really speak up and interject here when you want to share. Well, the only thing, I feel like there's not even an answer to this topic, though. Well, there is. Like, everything that you're saying is, like, correct and the reason why. Yeah. But, like, a lot of people say, like, only God can judge, right? Well, only only God can judge. Only God judges. We yeah. judge people, but judging people in and of itself is not appropriate. Yeah. Because the Bible says that before we judge, we need to look at ourselves first. We need to take the plank out of our own eye before we take the plank out of somebody else's eye. Yeah. So we've got enough to do with getting ourselves right. But uh, you said that there's no answer. Yeah. There is an answer. So, but so then what's the answer there? So, so like all throughout the Old Testament, you, mm -hmm. from book to book, you read about God and his people. Yeah. His people sin. God redeems them. They sin again. Mm -hmm. God redeems them. They sin again. He, all throughout the Old Testament. Okay. And then all of a sudden, uh, the, there's silence for over 300 years between God and his people. Okay. And then, 300 years later... This would be zero, zero A.D. Or I Anno think Domini. I know where this is going. <laughs> right. So, so zero, zero. Before that, we are B.C. Yes. And so Jesus comes on the scene. Mm -hmm. Jesus, who's born of a virgin, um, lowly in a manger, comes on the scene. And, and the Bible teaches us that Jesus is God in human form. Yes. The Bible teaches us that Jesus cloaks his deity. He cloaks um, he cloaks his deity and he, he takes the form of a man. And he experiences everything that we experience. He experiences while on earth 33 or 34 years everything that Adam and Eve experienced. And when Jesus has the opportunity to sin, he never does. He never does. As a matter of fact, when Jesus is coming into the ministry, uh, he's 30 years old. John the Baptist is in the wilderness and, and he's baptizing people. And all of a sudden, he's, uh, John the Baptist turns to his disciples and he says, Look over there. There's the Lamb of God who takes away the sins of the world. Jesus walks over. And he says, you need to baptize me. And John the Baptist says, I'm not to baptize you. You're to baptize me. And Jesus says, no, you're to baptize me in order to fulfill scripture. Jesus is baptized in the beautiful picture that we see there. There, a dove descends from heaven onto Jesus. And you actually hear God for the first time in 300 years. And God says, this is my son in whom I am well pleased. Wow. And so then the Bible immediately tells us Jesus then is found in the wilderness. Mm -hmm. 40 days and 40 nights. And when he's in the wilderness, guess who he's introduced to? The devil. 
the devil. And what does the devil, do you know what the devil does to him? The devil tempts him. Yeah. How many, do you know how many times? Three times. Three times. The magic number three. Very good. The magic number three. Jesus is tempted three times in the wilderness. Mm -hmm. These are opportunities for Jesus to say, who are you, Satan? I'm the son of God. Mm -hmm. and, and rain fire down on Satan. But he doesn't do that, right? Mm -hmm. No, Jesus says he uses scripture. He goes, he, he's, you know, Satan says, turn this rock into bread and, and you'll be fed. And Jesus gives him a biblical response. Mm -hmm. uh, Satan misquotes scripture. And Jesus says, that, that's not what the word of God says. Doesn't the word of God say this? And Jesus reminds them about what the Bible says. Mm -hmm. And then Jesus, after the third temptation, it says the angels take Jesus away. They, mm -hmm. So the angels bring him back. And he's no longer tempted. He's out of the, he's out of the wilderness. And so what you see there, why that's important is because you see Jesus being tempted and he doesn't sin. And so to your response, there's no, you said that the, it seems like, right, there's no way out of it. Or is the, you always, what did you say earlier? There's, you're there's always, no answer. There's no answer. Jesus is the way. Jesus is is the truth Jesus is the life and so you want your answer Jesus is the way okay well what does that mean Pastor Jay well that means follow the Bible Jesus left us an instruction manual he's the way so read your Bible and you're gonna find the way mm -hmm. he's the truth Jesus is the truth so read your Bible it's the truth and when you read the way and you read the truth, it equals the life, mm -hmm. the life less lived. And, and, and it's all, not only is it talking about it your life. It seems so simple, right? Well, now you're getting into a much more complex <laughs> conversation because, there, because it goes back to what I said earlier. And let me just make this final point. The way the truth equals not only life here on earth, but our everlasting life with God the Father in heaven. Mm -hmm. And so now you're talking about, you know, it seems so easy. Well, we have our nature. We have our desire. Oh, oh yeah, I know. It, it's definitely not easy because I make mistakes every single day. So, And that's kind of why I was talking about this topic because a lot of times, like this is when I get, I talk a lot about, all this stuff to basically everybody I meet <laughs> um and so one of the main questions is if God is real then how could it be possible that a pedophile let's say is equal to somebody the average person like there has to be a they're worse you know what I mean yeah yeah or like people think that they have the right to to kill them yeah well it's in it's interesting because there are several conversations in the new testament where jesus says i didn't come to judge lest you be judged and so when an individual says and and listen i'm not diminishing um the sin okay um i'm not saying that pedophilia is not wrong it is very wrong <laughs> uh, and i'm not saying that 
um, in my opinion, that is worse than lying or lying is worse than pedophilia, okay? Um, I do have my opinions. I do have my feelings about those topics. Mm -hmm. I have my own compass as to what sin is greater than another. Listen, I have my own failures. I sin. I'm not sitting here saying I'm sinless. Yeah. But what I am saying is everybody has to recognize that they're yours. Mm -hmm. They're not God's. Mm -hmm. I'm not God. And when I make the decision to sit in the seat of judgment, when I say I'm going to judge the liar, when I say I'm going to judge the pedophiler, I'm going to judge the bank robber, I have made the decision to sit in the seat of judgment, and that is not my seat, because I am just as bad as the person I'm judging. Uh, have you ever seen the movie The Shack? I haven't. I've read the book. I don't know if the book is different than the movie. I guess I should watch this movie. Yeah, it it's came a really out recently, good movie. right? Yeah, yeah, there's a. Tell me about it. Okay, well, I'm not going to tell you about the whole entire movie, Why but not? because that would take forever. Okay. But in one part of the movie, um, so this guy has an experience with God. Right after his daughter is kidnapped and raped and whatever happens, and she's found in a wo in the in a cabin in the woods because they were camping, and so he has this big experience with God, and he goes on a spiritual journey, and there's one part in the movie I guess you could say it's like the main, it's the biggest part, the climax of the movie where. By the way, if you haven't seen The Shack, mute it. <laughs> Where he's sitting in this cave with God, and they're talking, and he asks, he's in the seat of judgment right now because someone kidnapped his daughter and did what they did to her and killed her. Yeah. And so he's so mad with this person that he's ruining basically his whole life with his wife and his other kids. Because he feels like it was all his fault and this and that and he can't get over it. Yeah. And so he basically wants to like kill the guy, I guess. Can't stop thinking about it. Mm-hmm. Like probably a lot of humans would feel. Yeah. And so he's he's in this cave and he's talking to God and God basically says, do you want my job? Like to be the person who has to judge everybody. And since the Bible says that we're children of God, basically makes the analogy like he this guy had like two or three kids. Your your one kid does something wrong and so you have to choose who goes to hell mm -hmm. out of your kids. Even though someone did something wrong, you wouldn't be able to pick them just because they did something wrong. Yeah. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like yep. What they did doesn't make them, I don't know how to explain it. Yeah. Well, I, I, I understand where you're going with it. and like, like, if your kid threw a rock at someone, you wouldn't be like, okay, you're the kid going to hell because you threw a rock, and the other one's perfect. They did everything right. Right. Yeah. Because, uh, and you're absolutely right. 
we're not to judge. Like it would be too hard for you to pick who would go to hell because you love them both equally. Well, and not only not only do we love them both equally, but again, going back to what I said earlier, God can't be in the presence of either one. Mm-hmm. Remember, we're we're putting we're putting our own, let me say, ranking of sin. Yeah. Based off of what I feel. Yeah, based off of what humans feel is more wrong is than more the wrong. other. Right. Now, some people say white lies are acceptable mm-hmm. because, uh, and this is, this, is, um, this is not a true story. So, my wife, if you're watching, this is not <laughs> true. But when, you're, when your wife comes to you and says, how does this dress look at me, look on me? Well, the husband is in a very, very tough spot right there. When asked that question. And Why? So, of course you're going to say it looks good. And some would say a white lie like it looks good is the right thing to do because you're encouraging your wife and, and you're making her feel good. Mm-hmm. Others would say, no, it's not acceptable. It's, a white lie is not acceptable. You should tell her the truth. The truth. So that she doesn't that go out she into looks public. fat and ugly. <laughs> My wife does not look fat and ugly. Um so you you should you should tell them the truth. But my point is is like we're we're setting the scale for what sin is greater than another, and and we don't have that ability. Yeah. Because what you believe is a horrible horrible sin, mm-hmm. I may believe it's simply a horrible sin. Yeah. Okay. But the reality is God can't be in the presence of either one of them, and that goes back to Jesus Christ being the way, the truth, and the life. He lived on this earth for 30-some years. Mm-hmm. He was sinless. He was found to be without sin. He went and he was executed, and he faced the judgment of sin for you, for me, and for everybody watching. The book of Romans says, while we are still sinners, mm-hmm. he did this for us. He loved us enough that while we were still sinners, he bore the pain of the cross. He bore death while we were still sinners. And then he goes in to the belly of the earth and Satan can't hold him anymore Mm -hmm. because he's done nothing wrong. Mm -hmm. And so God breaks the chains. Jesus conquers death, rises from the dead. And before he goes into heaven, he makes a pit stop. And he comes, he comes to all of his disciples. He tarries with many people for 40 days after his resurrection. And he reminds them, I was on this earth as the son of man. I went to the cross for the sins that you're, 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 you're committing and mm-hmm. for the sins you're going to commit. And I conquered sin for you. And that, but he gives us a charge. Mm-hmm. He says, wait for the Holy Spirit to come upon you and then go and make disciples empowered by the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. And then he reminds us, lo, I am with you always. So the answer to how do we prevent willful sinning we put our life we put our faith 
in Jesus Christ and him crucified. And that's it. Now, it's easier said than done. Like, I don't, like, these, these are my words. These are biblical truths that, again, I encourage you all to, to have your Bibles when you're watching us. Uh, we'll put scripture verses up. Uh, you'll, I, I think down below, we'll put them in the comment section or we'll put them somewhere on YouTube so you can go to these scriptures. But the reason I'm saying this is because the Bible, I believe, I believe you believe, that the Bible is the instruction manual for life. Mm -hmm. it, it has been proven through time. Proven through time. The number one bestseller, since they've been keeping track of number one bestsellers every year, is the Bible. It's not Shakespeare. It's not, it, it, it's not um, you know, some Tom Clancy. It, it's not the writer or the author of The Shack. The number one bestselling book every year, year over year, is the Bible. Mm -hmm. The Bible has been proven. The, the archaeologists have found things that the Bible has said mm -hmm. where, they're, where they're supposed to be. Archaeologists have found them. Um, the, the, so the, the Bible has been tested and it's been proven to be true. Mm -hmm. Okay? And so the, the answer to why, or why do we willfully sin is we struggle with total surrender to Jesus Christ and him crucified. And it's not easy. We yeah. live in America. We live in a first world country. I don't know if it is if it is the best first world country anymore. I mean, when you look at all kinds of metrics, when you look at our educational system, you know, we're we're not I don't believe we're even in the top 10 anymore in the world. When you look at our economical status, we're, we're one of the top players, but we're no longer top one in the economical status. So America is great. Don't get me wrong. I, I, I believe firmly that America is great, but Jesus Christ and him crucified comes before America. Mm -hmm. and, and in America, things are, uh, they're, they're marketed. We're raised at a very early age. Um, do for you. And only you first, you first, me first. I got to win. Yeah. I need the trophy. I need to be the best. Mm -hmm. Right? Yeah. These are the way we're raised in America. Uh, and so we, we have a very hard time of surrendering to Jesus Christ and him crucified. Yeah. And that so that is the answer. In my opinion, that's the answer to the question, why do people willfully sin? I know it's a long answer. I don't know how long we're out, we are here on our podcast. But people willfully sin to, to meet my need, my desire. Yeah, worldly needs. Worldly needs. Mm -hmm. and, and some of them appear to be very justified. Yeah. Listen, we do things because we hurt. We do things because we're shamed. We do things because they feel good. I mean, look at look at the sexual state of America. Look at the sexual state of the world. They they w the it is just there is a perverse version of what the marriage bed and 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 sex between a man and a woman is meant to be. When you read about it in the Song of Songs in the Bible, sex is a beautiful a beautiful act that God created between man and a woman for to pro, to procreate. Mm -hmm. Jesus says you need to multiply, or yeah. not Jesus. God says multiply. Yeah. And so 
the world the world takes these positions and distorts them yeah well a lot of people's problems surround sex and men women yeah it's yeah. just all confusing to everybody now and it's all a me 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 it's a gratification it's, yeah it's all about how they feel or how they think they should feel or yeah what what feels good to them what makes them happy right right and jesus says i went to the cross for you i i i, I lived a perfect life for mm -hmm. you i died a perfect life for you i bore the pain of it all mm -hmm. I, I bore the shame of it all people spat on him they made a crown of thorns and rammed it into his head. Yeah. While he was on the cross dying, they jabbed a spear into his side. And, and so he did this because he loves you. Mm -hmm. He did this because he loves me. He did this because he loves everybody watching. And, and so the answer to willful sinning is surrender your life, surrender your desires, to Jesus Christ and him crucified. Hmm. It is not easy. Yeah. It's well, not easy. Well, there you have it. <laughs> the, I thought the, we were going to have a... The really simple answer. <laughs> I thought we were going to have a light topic, but it kind of got pretty deep there. But but again, you can you can learn more by, by really being diligent in your Bible. Uh, you know, share your comments. Uh, listen, even, even if they're opposing views, uh, please... Um, yeah, we like to hear everything. Yeah, we want to hear everything, but please make sure that, it, you know, if you share your comments, don't be vulgar. Uh, unfortunately, we're not going to tolerate vulgarity, so we're, we'll delete those comments um, from, from the book. But we want this to be an interactive conversation, so share your thoughts, share your comments. If there's a topic, right? If there's a topic. Yeah, we're also going to do, like, if there's something that someone's interested in learning about or knowing more about or what we think about that certain topic um we're gonna take some some uh comments and read them and see yeah. if uh something we want to have a conversation about yeah because we want what what apples and oranges is all about is the contrasting views we want to help people navigate this world uh and and w everything that we talk about uh comes it's biblically based um we believe that the bible uh, is your answer to all of these questions. I'm lonely. I'm tired. I'm, I'm ashamed. I'm afraid. I'm, I doubt. Um, how do I get to heaven? Yeah, a lot, of, a lot of people have all these questions. And um, even though I believe, like, I still have all these questions because I'm not a scholar expert in the Bible, yeah. like Jason over here. <laughs> I'm not either. I'm figuring it out. Yeah, I think, I think we're all just figuring it out, though. So. Yeah, yeah. So if you'd like to figure it out with us, make sure you uh, tune into our podcast. And like we said, if you want to know something or you want to talk about something, you want us to mention something, just leave it in the comments and uh, we'll probably touch on it. Or, or you can email us. You can email us uh, alive, oh, yeah. alive again, N-E, at gmail.com. Yep. And, um, uh, we'd love to hear from you. If you want to go to our, our website, we are associated uh, with a church in Tom's River, New Jersey called the Live Again Alliance. 
Um, the senior pastor there is Pastor William Meyer. Uh, and, and I also want to let you know that there's some counseling opportunities. So if you're facing this world and, and you really need to sit down with somebody one-on-one, uh, Alive Again Alliance has a wonderful ministry called Restoration and Redemptive uh, Counseling. Uh, pastor Greg Elias is a wonderful counselor, and, and uh, he'd be able to sit down and have some conversations. If you're local, um, to the area here in Toms River, New Jersey. If you're not, send us your comments. Send, give us your phone number, and and I'm sure uh, he he'll do like uh, video video counseling or or Zoom counseling. Or, um, but we're we're simply here to help everybody navigate uh, the contrasting views uh, that the world would present based off of biblical views. So send us your your comments. Alive again, ne at gmail.com or aliveagainalliance.com. All right. Thank you guys for tuning in, and we'll see you next time. Later.